this is Family Court Vision. The podcast where some dude and his mom discuss all things basketball. On today's episode, we have how are Henry VIII and the Spice Girls related other than the fact that they're both from England? WNBA playoffs, baby. Start this week. Pew, 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 pew. In the NBA, when can we freaking stop talking about Ben Simmons? We talk about our movie of the week, and I got to wonder, with a mom like me, how did Jack get such bad taste in movies? And then we look at our playoff brackets for the WNBA, and again, how can Jack be so wrong twice in this episode? Mom, I'm, I'm sick. I, how, how dare you talk to your son like that when he's just so wow. su- he's suffering so wow sick. such an actor <laughs> um more tension i think in this episode <laughs> than we've had in in many previous ones so uh get ready for that and let us boogie and not the boogies that come from my nose oh ew. <laughs> Welcome to episode 37 of Family Court Vision. It is 7 p.m. on Wednesday, September 22nd. Yep. What's up? Once again, I never know what to say at this well, part. I've had a really busy week. Have you? Yes, because we recorded on Thursday last week, which I know is just one day off, but that started my busy week. So I saw the musical Six, the musical. Nice. Mm-hmm. How'd you like it? It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. It's basically Henry VIII's wives kind of reimagined as Spice Girls. Yeah. Uh-huh. Com- competing to figure out whose life sucked the most. How's that for it's a great. synopsis? It's great fun. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a lot of fun. I've been listening. It's It's only 80 minutes long, so without the banter in it, and just listening to the songs, it's pretty quick cast recording. So I've listened to that like three times already. Uh-huh. Also saw you guys for lunch yes. over the weekend. That's that was right. very nice. Went to a surprise party for a friend of ours who turned 60. Um, uh, went to a campaign event last night. Uh-huh. Um, found my great, 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 Great grandfather's Civil War draft card. Yep, that's on, right. On Ancestry, also found some dirt on Ancestry. I'm not sharing it on the podcast here, but oh, okay. Um, people can like type up a document and upload it and link it to a person. So found a little found a little bit of dirt that I don't think that I know about. Okay, but uh, but that's uh, that's I think that's it. Oh, that, that's it? Just that's it. Nothing else? Nothing else. How about you? Uh, I similarly saw that show and had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. Saw another show, which I really liked. Um, and then um, we also saw some of my fiance's friends um, as well. Um, and uh, you might be able to tell, but I caught a little something i did get tested yesterday and it is not covid but mm. I have how long little... have you had this cold 
Um, I woke up with, with a sore throat yesterday, had a runny nose, so that's when I mm-hmm. went to get tested. Um, and today's today's worse. I'm guessing today's going to be the height of it, but mm-hmm. um, hopefully. Uh, probably, we'll you probably have some vitamin C in the house somewhere. Please take it. Yes, I took emergency, and I've been taking Zycam and oh, Dayquil. And, yes. Good boy. Good Thank, boy. Thanks, Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, just excited for uh, playoffs to start tomorrow. Very, very I exciting. Know. I know. Is it? Are the Liberty playing at ten p.m.? They are. And on that note, know. on that I note, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> uh, welcome to being a Lakers fan. Uh, <laughs> on that note, let's get into basketball news of the week. And as I just said, the playoffs are set. All of the matchups or all right. of the, the beginning matchups are set and they begin tomorrow. We have two games tomorrow, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so like you said, we have uh, the Wings and the Sky at 8 o'clock tomorrow on ESPN2. And mm-hmm. then following that, we have the Liberty and the Mercury at 10 p.m. on ESPN2. Somehow, mm-hmm. the Liberty snuck their way into the playoffs. I'm sorry, that was a rude way of saying it. They earned yeah, their way wow. into the playoffs. But it was well, looking they, it was looking bleak when we last spoke. It was. And listen, they won two games last year total. Mm-hmm. So this year they won a lot more than that. Yeah. But when it came down to it, it really was thanks to the links and the wings that they're actually in because they the two of those teams beat their closest um opponents, competitors, whatever you want to say, in order for those other teams to kind of be crushed down and the Liberty to be able to get in. So, you know, it's almost like they tried not to get into the playoffs for a while, but uh, in the end, there they are. Here we are, yeah. And we will talk about our bracket later. Yes, we will. Um, But yeah, when we spoke last time, I think we needed like... um, the Sparks to lose at least one of their last two games, the Mystics Mm -hmm. to lose all of their last games, and, of course, the Liberty to beat the Mystics. And all of those things happened. So Mm -hmm. uh, so Liberty are in at the eighth seed. And as you said, it's it's super impressive to go from two wins, by far the worst team in the league last year. We I mean, we ended up with the number one pick, which we traded away, but because we had the worst record in the league, um, to go from that to a playoff spot is, mm-hmm. you know, that's good, strong growth and hopefully signals a trend for uh, the coming years. Yeah, they're a young team. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it's their first playoff berth since 2017. I feel mm-hmm. a little vindicated about uh, Coach Walt. Yeah, you you do like Coach Walt. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had some more Liberty news today. Uh, today, Michaela Onyenwede was named the AP Rookie of the Year. That's right. Um, and also a member of the AP All-Rookie Team, along with Didi. Uh-huh. And also on that team, Ari, Charlie Collier, and Dana Evans. So, um... Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, we've said all year, you know, Onyenwede was, was the runaway favorite with that. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. But, you know, of course... Mm-hmm. Um, well deserved. I think the she. Other, I think she was the oh, rookie of the month, like every single month of the season. Yeah. So yeah, she really, she really was amazing. Yeah. Um, other AP 
um, awards that were awarded today include uh, Player of the Year, John Paul Jones, Most Improved Player, Brianna Jones, Defensive Player of the Year, Sylvia, Sylvia Fowles, Six Woman, Kelsey Plum. They also did their all-league first and second teams. First team, John Quell, Brittany Griner, Skylar Diggins-Smith, Brianna Stewart, Tina Charles. Second team, Asia Wilson, Jewel Lloyd, Sylvia Fowles, Candace Parker, and Courtney Vandersloot. Um, so there you go. So there you go. Um, yeah. Um, and then uh, I just wanted to look back at the, the regular season, look back at some of the things that happened. Um, so some surprises for me, uh, that the, I mean, team surprises that happened throughout the season, um, the sun, I think everybody was expecting them to be good, but they are Mm -hmm. looking pretty dominant. I think they've won Mm -hmm. their last 14 games heading into Mm -hmm. the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, the Liberty, I think to many people's surprise are, they did better than I think many people thought they would. Mm-hmm. Um, the storm were a little worse than people thought they would, um, would be, I think they had, you know, they had some injuries and stuff here and there. Um, the sky also dealt with injuries and the mystics. They were, I think I had the mystics at the beginning of the year. I picked them to go to the semifinals maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like at the beginning of the season, they were like, Elena Deladon is out for the beginning of the season. And I was right. expecting her to miss like you know, a couple games, maybe a couple months, but be back by, you know, maybe all-star break or something. Right. And she really only played a couple games this season. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and got injured in them. Yeah. It's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just a, a, a lost season for them. Yeah. Something interesting I recently learned. So I already knew this piece that, um, the WNBA teams use men on their practice teams. Mm-hmm. So they have they have male practice teams, which which they really enjoy. They feel it ups their game, and you know it helps it helps move them ahead. I just learned that for the first half of the season, they did not use those male practice teams. It was a league decision because of COVID that they were not allowed to use the male practice teams, so they didn't have practice teams. So this might also lend itself to some of the injuries. There were a lot of injuries. So when when the ladies have to practice against themselves. You can imagine that at not only just practicing, but that means they're playing that much more often uh-huh. can lead to injuries. Also, um, uh, you it also might have what's the opposite of elevate? Depress? D might have de-elevated their game (laughs) because because if they're playing against the guys in the practice team and they're playing really hard and they have no thoughts about it, they're just playing as hard as they can in practice, that's one thing. But if you're playing against your teammate, you might not play as hard because you might be thinking, I really don't want to break her ankle here during practice because I really kind of need her in the game. Yeah. So, you know, that may have had an effect on some teams. It turns out the Sparks and Wings did not use men at all um, because of, you know, COVID concerns. The other teams did pick them up after the uh, Olympic break. So that was interesting, an interesting piece. Here's another good piece. Um, We all know that Leisha Clarendon is one of my favorite players. Yep. Uh And that I was devastated when they were... um, unceremoniously dumped by the Liberty. 
Yes. But happy, happy they got picked up by the Lynx. And what I learned is that the Lynx without Lasia are six and five, but with Lasia are 16 and five. That sounds better. Mm-hmm. And that that um, statistically, Lasia is the second strongest player on that team. Wow. And they're, I think, the three seed. Um, um, you are correct. So that's... And Sylvia Fowles is the the strongest player, but uh-huh. um, statistically, Lasia is the second. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Yeah. Um, and obviously had a huge impact on their team because... Um, like mm-hmm. you said, they pretty much the the team pretty much turned around as soon as Lasia was on the mm-hmm. team. So, mm-hmm. um, so wow. Um, so uh, some other stuff about this season. It was uh, a non bubble COVID season. Fortunately, that didn't come into play too much. I don't think. Um, I mean, it did with fans and stuff. There was different uh, rules and stuff throughout the season, but. Um, I can't remember there being like a bunch of big outbreaks and a bunch of players missing games and stuff. Uh, no, because 99% of them are vaccinated. Yeah. As we said, the coach of the mystics, unfortunately had to miss the last two games because of either testing positive or, or having a close contact or something. But, right. um, but yeah, no, you know, no postponed games, no games where they didn't have enough players because so many people were out or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. so just another testament to how great the W is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think John Quill Jones is a big storyline from this season. Uh, she had a breakout year. She's, as you said, she won player of the year for AP. She's almost definitely going to win an MVP. Um, and, uh, you know, and is the best player on the best team. So, you know, uh, a huge year mm-hmm. for her. Um, and then just thinking about back about a couple of storylines that we had. We had a couple of coach controversies that happened, some comments that were made during games and after games, uh, some coach suspensions that happened, all of the stuff that happened with the dream, various things going on with the dream all throughout the yeah. season. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then as you mentioned, some some big injuries to big stars. Candace Parker was out for a while, Mecca Gumake was out for a while. As I said, Elena Deladon was out for most of the season. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. Yep. There's our look back. There's our look back. Anything else you have about WNBA before we move on? Um, I don't think so. As you said, we'll, we'll do the brackets at the oh, end. Oh, I, I have a question for you. A lot of people seem to really hate single elimination games in these playoffs. What do you think of that? I absolutely agree with them. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you have one off night and you're out. Is that right? Yeah, I'm a firm believer in in the best team doesn't always win one game. The best team always wins a five or seven game series. So mm-hmm. you know you could have a fluke thing. Somebody twists an ankle and has to go sit down. You know, get some weird calls, whatever. Um, a, a game could go a, a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm definitely definitely agree with that that we should be expanding these these games and these series uh so that we have more uh more room for error, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Okay, let's move on to NBA. I'm so tired of talking about Ben Simmons, but there's always <laughs> more Ben Simmons news. You can't be you can't finish it yet. 
No. But it's the same story over and over. We've been talking for weeks and weeks that mm-hmm. the rumor is Ben Simmons isn't going to go to training camp and maybe mm-hmm. won't play in games. You talked about mm-hmm. that the the all the fine stuff that could happen last week, and yeah. just now a couple of days ago, officially Ben Simmons's camp said Ben Simmons has no intention of ever playing for the 76ers again, which yeah. is. You know, I mean, it's a big statement, big official statement to be made, but it's what mm-hmm. has been rumored for months now. So, right, just Doc me. Rivers thinks he can talk it and talk him into it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I think when you make a public statement like that, it's really hard to get you to go back on. Yeah, that. true. Um, um, the Warriors, Joe Lacob was fined fifty thousand dollars for uh, tampering because he discussed uh, Ben Simmons on a interview or something. And he, yeah, he was even saying bad stuff. He was like, we don't want Ben Simmons. It wasn't even like, he was like, I don't think we need him. Like, I think, you know, we have players in his position that do similar things and Mm -hmm. the salaries wouldn't work. So I don't think it's going to, I don't think that's what we want. And still he gets hit with tampering. So, right. Uh, So I don't know. Um, We also, as potentially part of this story, maybe not, maybe yes, today we got news that the Timberwolves fired their GM, Gerson Rosas, uh, who's been with them for a couple of years. Okay, you just said GM. I saw that he's the basketball operations. President of basketball operations? Is that the same thing? Um, It depends on the team. Different teams call yeah. it different things and different, and it could be different responsibilities. But I think in this case, it, it is the same thing. Okay. Um, but thank you for correcting me because that it that's his official mm-hmm. title or was his official title. I think I also read that at some point he was the highest ranking Latino Latinx person in basketball. Huh. Um, I don't know if that's currently or if it. What well, I think he was hired into this position maybe two years ago. So. Yeah. Or something like that. So, um, at some point, yeah, it's a weird time because he was the GM, president of basketball operations through this whole off season. He did the draft, he did free agency, he pulled off multiple trades, mm-hmm. and then right before training camp, he's going to get fired. And some people were saying today that they think it could potentially have to do with this Ben Simmons thing, because the Timberwolves have been rumored as a possible destination for Ben Simmons in a trade. And Mm -hmm. so the thought is either he really wanted to trade for Ben Simmons and the rest of the team was like, no, you're not allowed to do that. And then so there was friction there and that's or the opposite where he Mm -hmm. didn't want Mm -hmm. to and they did. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, you know, it could be completely separate. It could be a, a, a totally different thing. But that is the rumor going around today that it could have something to do with that. Um, so I guess we'll see or we won't on that. Um, the Clippers also broke brown, broke ground on a new arena in Inglewood. They are moving out of the Staples Center, I think, in three years. Uh, it's going to be called the Intuit Arena. And their big thing that they put out is their arena is going to have the most bathrooms of any basketball oh. arena. That's their big nice. thing that they put out. Nice. Uh, I saw I saw that it's supposed to have 18,000 seats, so I wanted to see how that is comparably to other places I've been. And then when I looked up the, the number of seats in basketball arenas, it says MSG has 19,812 and Barclays has 17,732. MSG feels like 80 bajillion times bigger than Barclays. How is that possible? Um. Maybe with the basketball setup, that's how many they can fit. But like a concert setup, you can fit way more or something. I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, but it, you're right. It does feel way bigger. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I just like literally 10 minutes, I guess, 30 minutes ago, looking at the time I looked that up. So maybe I'll look more into that. I don't know. We'll see. Uh-huh. Um, so that is something I'm very excited about. Get mm-hmm. the Clippers out of the Staples Center. Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, we also had uh, J.J. Redick retired. Um, he's uh, been a role player, 15-year career. Um, the reason I put it here is because he has a podcast that I really like and I've been listening to for a couple of years now. I was just going to say he's like our peer. That's right. Yes. We are one and the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that he's leaving basketball, he'll have more time to devote to the podcast. So I think we need to up our game. Oh, because he's our main competition, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, great career for him um, mm-hmm. and excited to see what he does next. Mm-hmm. Um, Media Day starts on September 27th. Oh, yes. Which is a weird phrase because the word day implies that it's a day, but Media Day starts on 927 implies Uh that it's more than one day. So I saw that some of the teams have their dates and times uh, set, but not all of them. So we'll, we'll Uh see what that does. Yeah. Uh, Exciting stuff. It's, you know, for, uh, for many players, it's the first time we hear from them since the end of last season. You know, we can ask them about uh, new moves that their teams made. We also see them in jerseys. If there are new jerseys, for example, the, the LeBron is wearing a new number next year, so it's, it'll be the first time mm-hmm. we'll see him in that mm-hmm. Lakers jersey. So um, exciting. And then we get in, and then it's training camp, and then preseason, and then the season starts something like a month from now, a month and a Whoa. couple days from now. Wow. No time off. Um, we also talked about the controversy with uh, Rachel Nichols at ESPN, yep. and they canceled her show the jump uh they have announced the replacement for that show which is going to be called nba today um and it's going to be hosted by malika andrews which i'm very happy about i think she's excellent um but it's going to be a daily nba show they talk about all the latest news interviews all that stuff um and then the last piece of news at least for me you might have secret news that i don't know about I just have one other thing. Maybe I feel, I feel like yours is a bigger news than mine. So I'll just do mine first so we can end on yours. Okay. And it's not that exciting, but La- the Larry Bird Museum is on schedule to open in March. And te- how do you say this? Terra Hot, Terra Hot, Indiana. Uh, I'm not an expert on Indiana towns. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, it's like a big one. Uh, I, I don't. Unless All you're right. pronouncing it very wrong, I've never T- heard of it. It's two words. T-E-R-R-E-H-A-U-T-E. I've never even heard of that. Wow. It's a big one. It's like where, like, their big stadium is. What big stadium? Like some, where the Pacers in, play or the Colts maybe, or yeah. something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I feel like I've exhausted the the ends of my knowledge about this. Is it like a, okay, I guess I won't ask any more questions. <laughs> Go ahead, ask. Is it like a, like a suburb of, like a suburb slash city of Indianapolis? I've been to Indianapolis. But like, what I'm saying is like, 
you know how like you know they're the Brooklyn Nets like it's they're in New York City but that's like a different neighborhood of New York City and like the Clippers are moving to Inglewood instead of Los Angeles like it's kind of the same thing but not quite or maybe it's not maybe it's completely far away I don't know Terra Haute um it's near Illinois it's five miles from Illinois from the border with Illinois. It has um, a population. It says the city has a population of 60,785 people and the metropolitan area has a population of 170,943 people. I I don't know. You don't know it? I'm sorry to any, any of our listeners in Terre Haute. I hope they don't get mad at us. Yeah, I hope so. Or I hope not also in addition. Okay, I'm sorry. So what is it that you... Oh, pitcher, pitcher Tommy John is from there. Oh, yeah, of course. Tommy John's hometown. I just... Okay, go ahead. Um, what is your big news? Yeah, big news that, that dropped like two and a half seconds before we started recording. Wow. Um, is that the uh, NBA Players Association has found a new executive director. Uh, oh. It was Michelle Roberts for many years, um, and now it is Tamika Tremaglio. Okay. Uh, it was apparently just voted on. Michelle Roberts is retiring. It was just voted on, like, like I said, two seconds before we started recording. Um, and this is crazy... Because this is, like, directly related to the movie that we watched. Like, the, the mm-hmm. I don't remember her, her name, but the, like, mm-hmm. lawyer for the players, like, that was mm-hmm. her. That's her job, and mm-hmm. we just got a new one. I'm sure that's the only movie where that job is ever featured, and somehow At- we have news about that position today. Because this is the kind of thing that happens to me all the time. When I put stuff out into the universe, all of a sudden it's there. It's not just like, oh... This is nothing against people who, like, when they see a penny, they think of their beloved deceased uncle or whatever, and then they see hundreds of pennies. Like, there are hundreds of pennies out there. I'm not saying that you shouldn't think of your person, but, like, pennies are a thing you see. We haven't seen anything about this position. I picked this movie. Uh Now we see it. How about that? How about that? Um, So, yeah, I don't. this is the first time I've ever heard that person's name, so I don't know anything about them. Um, but I know that Michelle Roberts was well-liked and well-respected um, for many years and, you know, wish her well in retirement and wish this new person luck in the position as well. Mm-hmm. Um, any other news from you? No, but what a segue. Yeah. Look at that. Thank you, Woj, for breaking that just before 7 mm-hmm. o'clock. Her, the character's name is Myra. Myra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's her. Yeah, that's her job. So, mm-hmm. uh, so let's get into our movie review. Mm-hmm. of High Flying Bird. High Flying Bird, which I had never heard of before last week. And then we watched it. And then we watched it. Had you ever heard of it? It's I only from 2019, so it's not like it's been around forever. But, like, you know, we've been watching and investigating basketball-related movies for quite a while now. Yeah. And this one has never come across my radar. I, the first time I heard it was when you said it on the pod last week, so... Right. And it was and it was directed by Steven Soderbergh, who's like 
a big director. Yeah. I didn't see when in 2019 it came out. I don't know if it came out like around Christmas or something and then 2020 happened and maybe it just got lost in everything. But Mm -hmm. It was at, uh, it came out in February. Oh, so yeah, just went over my head. I don't know. Yeah, wow. Um, But here it was and we watched it. We did. Um, What did you think? I think that taken as a whole package, this was the best basketball movie that I've ever watched. Wow. I'm not going, I I mean, as a whole package, like it had a star studded cast of people who are really good actors. There was excellent acting in this. The writer of this was Terrell Alvin McCraney, who wrote Moonlight from the Oscars a couple of years ago. Excellent movie, beautiful movie. Andre Holland, who was in both Moonlight and this, actually is who suggested this movie. I don't know what that means, but suggested this movie to Steven Soderbergh. It's 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 star packed. Um, I will say that I have a very limited attention span, and I really really like my phone between <laughs> games and social media. Yes. So it is very easy for me to lose my attention at anything and just pick up my phone and look at it, and either play a quick game of of fish dumb. Or what's the house one that I play? Housescapes, maybe? House, homescapes, housescapes, whatever. Or check out social media, whatever. Really easy for me to do that. And there are occasionally movies that keep my attention so that I never look at my phone. That did not happen with this movie. You're feeling relieved. So I'm not saying this is the best movie, like, uh, like my opinion slash judgment of this movie, I'm not saying it's the best movie that we've watched. But I'm saying that if you look at all the pieces of the package, it's like the strongest movie or the strongest potential of a movie or something. Like it has the components. It has better, all of the components are better than all of the components of any other movie that we've watched. Okay. Basketball movie. I don't know that it paid off in the end. I don't know that it was, I, you know, I don't think it was the best basketball movie. It, I would say it's in my top 10 for sure. Wow. Wow. Because it was, it was smart and thinking, but it didn't, it wasn't something that I was on the edge of my seat watching the entire time I was watching it. So uh, that's where I am with it. Yeah. We, I feel like from your um, reaction right now, you hated it. I, it wasn't like a zero for me. It wasn't boogie uh-huh. level, but mm-hmm. uh, I really did not like this movie at all. There's there's very Why? there's very little time that we seem to disagree this much. Uh huh. Um, Do you think I'm just starstruck, maybe, by all the good components of I'm, it? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yuck your yum. I'm not gonna. You know, wow. tell you that you are wrong for liking something. But I found it incredibly boring. As somebody who's actually interested in these things, like I like learning about contracts and and all that. Like I, I find that stuff interesting. Obviously, I'm a huge basketball fan. I thought that the only people who would be entertained by this movie are like agents and like mm. Michelle Roberts. Like I thought mm. th- those were the only people that would because it's a you know it's about that. But I I was having trouble the entire time paying attention because it was just wow. It was so, so boring to me. I didn't feel like anything happened. Um, 
it it read like a long play mm -hmm. where nothing happened in my opinion but there i i don't know i there there were long shots and i know they tried to do interesting thing with shots it was shot entirely on an iphone that is pretty cool an iphone 8 yeah which I think is that's cool. what there I were, have. There were a couple times that I was like... I could make a movie. Yeah, I didn't look this up at all. I just watched it. And yeah. there were a couple weird angles and weird, like, yeah. grainy shots. I was like, what is... Like, why are they doing this? And then I saw that, and I was like, okay, it's iPhone stuff, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. But just long shots where nothing really happened. I didn't care about any of the characters. I didn't dislike most of the characters, but, like, I didn't have any vested interest in what happened to them. I thought Zachary Quinto was excellent in this. He was in it for like five and a half seconds. No, he wasn't. He was in it twice, two different scenes. And I thought he was excellent because I didn't feel like it was the kind of a, a role that he usually is. Okay. I haven't seen him he's, in that much. I know that you like him though, right? You enjoy him well, as an he's, actor? He's from Pittsburgh and he does a rockin' a Pittsburgh accent. Everybody needs to look him up. I think it was on Seth Meyer that he... Oh my god! That when he that is how I talked when I was a little kid. Go look him up. It just it felt like it was it was like a histor like a like a historical movie, like I, just Spotlight is the first one to come to mind because I love that movie. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like it was that it, but it was fiction. It, it like that this stuff didn't. None of these characters were real, so I didn't care. What you think? What'd you think about the documentary cuts? Weird. I didn't like them. I didn't, I don't I know felt what like the purpose they, was. I, I felt like they pertained to whatever the upcoming scene was. There were a couple times when it did. And then, and then I felt mad about that. Cause I was like, okay, you just told me what I'm supposed to feel about the next scene. Or you just told me exactly mm. what's going to happen. Wow. Or there were some, and there was some of that. And then there was some where it, it didn't feel like it pertained at all. So I was like, why mm. did you include that? Mm. I guess either way I would have been mad, but, mm -hmm. um, I just, I, the whole thing, I didn't know what the point was. It was, I think, an interesting topic, like an interesting idea to start out with and one mm -hmm. that I'd be interested to watch if it were like, like if it were actually covering the 2011 or 13, whenever the lockout was, and it actually covered like a real agent and what did they do and how did they actually end this lockout and who were the real power players in that and how did the negotiations go down? I would have been interested in that, but this was just coming up with a random situation I, random I, love, I really loved how, I mean, the tagline is play the game on top of the game. And I love that that's what they did. That, uh, that Ray played everybody. Everybody thought he was doing one thing to benefit his clients, but he was really, you know, he was playing a whole different game. You yeah. know, what, what is, what, what's that line? Like everybody else is playing checkers and he's playing chess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really liked it. Okay. Uh, just I real quick, it. it was the it was the second basketball movie for both Melvin Gregg, who was the like main uh, ball player, Best Eric, because mm -hmm. uh, he was in The Way Back as well, mm -hmm. and Zazie Beetz, who mm -hmm. was in The Wolves, which was way worse than this. Don't tell me that was better than this. It wasn't better, but it's not oh. as far off as I think you probably think it wow. is. Wow. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I just talked for a while. Is there anything else you want to bring up about this? No. I I'm going to give it an 8 though. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. So the, so you'd put it as our fourth best movie. 
I would. Well, yeah, I would. Or I, I don't know what it would be in your own personal rankings, but based on yeah. what we have so far, you would put it right mm-hmm. under Coach Carter and right above the first Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm giving this movie a two and a half. So let me just get back to my my rating for a second. Okay. Yes, I would put it there, but I didn't like, I don't think I liked Love and Basketball as much as you did. I think your score for, I think I liked it, but your score booped it up to number one on our list. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't have it, that, I wouldn't have that at number one. So I think this would be number three on my list. So you'd have Finding Forrester, Coach Carter, and then this movie? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. You gave it a two and a half? A two and a half, which puts it above Teen Wolf. I'm changing it to a 3.15 now looking back at the list. Wow. Because it was better than semi-pro. But So that's 11.15, right? I gave it an 8? Yeah. 11.15, so that's 5.57. Way too high. So that's between Like Mike and A New Legacy. Way too high. Um. But, like, I put it below the Mighty Max. I was more entertained. I thoroughly enjoyed the Mighty Max more than this one. Hmm. One One-on-one, Blue Chips, Celtic Pride, Hmm. all of that I liked better than this one. I hated Blue Chips. Um, So, yeah. Anything else? Favorite, least favorite, anything like that? Mm -mm. I actually, I found the first scene in the restaurant very interesting. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked it, and I was like, "Ooh, we're setting up for something here." I'm really excited to watch the rest of this. Mm-hmm. And then my least favorite part was everything that happened after that. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah. Wow. Okay. But there it is. It's it's in our top fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um. And what are we watching next week? Uh, next week we are watching Luck of the Irish. Hey, all right. <laughs> Similar to what we watched last week or what exactly what we thought we were watching last week. Yes. Um, but okay, great. We will watch that. And let's get into our last segment of the day, which are which is our WNBA playoff picks. Pretty simple. The bracket is set. We're just going to make our picks. We'll see how much we agree, how much we disagree. And then when it's all over, we can look back and see how we did. Okay. Um, So I think we'll just take this matchup by matchup. So let's start with the first matchup that happens tomorrow, which is the Wings and the Sky. Who do you have winning that game? Wings and the Sky. I have the Wings. Okay. I have the Sky. Oh, boy. We're already, We're already fighting with each other. Yeah. All right, what about over at the 10 o'clock game, our beloved Liberty versus the Mercury? I'm sorry, Mercury's going to win that. Yeah, we saw it live. Yeah. We saw that matchup live, and it didn't mm-hmm. go too well. So I mean, they did play each other three times this season, and Mercury won two of the three. So the Liberty did one win one of the three, but still watching them play against each other, yeah, Brittany Griner's going to crush them. Yeah. Yeah, we just, uh, as we've been saying all season, we just don't have that one big that we need. And I think that's why Walt has such an emphasis on the three-pointers. Uh-huh. Because you can be far, obviously, far away from the basket, so, you you know, there you might be able to get it around a big who's on the opposing team. Uh-huh. 
you know, you might not be blocked by someone if if he can surprise who's going to be shooting it or whatever. Right. I think that might be because of the lack of bigs. I think that might be why, or at least one of the reasons why he loves his three pointers. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Okay, great. So then in the in round two, we both have Phoenix at Seattle. Uh, so who's your pick for that? Seattle. I am also picking Seattle. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Sue Bird versus, versus Diana mm-hmm. Taurasi. Mm-hmm. And of course, Brianna Stewart versus Brittany Griner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I really like Seattle. I think their four seed was mm-hmm. was kind of a fluke Wrong. this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so. Listen, they all were in the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when they came back from the Olympics... Then they all were in the in that Commissioner's Cup game. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then after that, they were freaking tired. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it looks like we're on the same page as that. And then you have yeah. the Wings versus the Lynx. I do. And I have the Sky. I'll give my pick first because I you've been going mm-hmm. first. I have the Sky versus the Lynx. And I'm picking the Sky again, underdogs. Wow. Wow. I'm going with the Lynx. Okay. I mean, come on. I already told you. Leisha's on that team. That's true. Yeah, you couldn't pick your Liberty, so you had to pick your other fave. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I picked this guy, I think, to go to the finals, maybe even win the finals in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I think go to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and think you did you pick the aces to win at the beginning of the year? I know we we both had this guy in the aces in the finals mm-hmm. and we picked opposites, but I can't remember mm-hmm. now what, what we picked. Okay. Um but Candace Parker was hurt for a lot of the season. So that's I'm just yeah. going to chalk that up to what why they're so low in the rankings and now that she's healthy and back, I'm going to say that they're they're ready to go. Okay. okay. So we both have Seattle. So this is actually we're going to have different matchups, I think. Let's just start with you. So I have a Storm versus Connecticut. Storm versus Connecticut. Okay. Right, cuz the lower seed plays plays Connecticut. Right, and they're the four. Yeah. And I have this Right? Yeah. So I have the Storm versus Connecticut. Yep. And who do you I have winning? Storm. Storm. Wow. Okay. So there's an I think upset. I think Connecticut's a fluke to be in first place. Wow. And I think the and I think the Storm are amazing. Like who else is as dominant as them? Some would argue the Sun. Why? They didn't who who from how many people from the Sun were in the Olympics? How many people from the Sun were in uh, the Commissioner's Cup game? I, I, well, not in the Commissioner's mm-hmm. Cup game. I, I believe John Cole Jones was in the Olympics um, and maybe some others. I don't know. But okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, okay, so then I have... God, this is so confusing because it's not... It's like different right. teams based on seeds. That's right. So I'll go with who's facing Connecticut, and that's the Sky. Because they're my, they're obviously the lowest seeded team between them and the mm-hmm. Storm. So it's mm-hmm. Sky versus Connecticut, and I have Connecticut mm-hmm. winning. I would I, pick Connecticut in that matchup too. Yeah, well, you, I mean, you probably, you definitely think I picked the Sky to go too far. So you did. Um, okay. So yeah, so I have Connecticut. Okay, then over to your other one. You're gonna have the Lynx and the Aces. Is that right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And who's winning that? I gotta go with the Aces. They're really good. They are. They are really good. They're really, really good. Um, and I have 
the Storm and the Aces. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Aces are very good, but they're not as good as the Storm are mm. at, for, for the reasons that you listed. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm picking the Storm to beat them mm-hmm. uh, and go to the finals. So you have a Storm Aces final. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And for the same reasons you just said, I picked the Storm. Okay. There you go. Yeah, so, so you have the Storm beating the Aces in the semifinals. I have them beating them in the finals. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But either way, we like that matchup for the Storm. That's right. Um, then over. And you have the. Over, what do you have? The Sun? The Storm and the Sun in the finals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with the Sun. I believe in the oh, Sun. Oh, my God. Oof. I, th- I think it'll be close. I do. That's. You, you can go with them because you're going to lose, so it'll benefit me. So you go ahead and go with them. It is, in your defense, it is probably a bad idea to bet against Subert and Brianna Stewart. It probably mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But the Sun have the MVP. The Sun have the best record. They've won 14 straight going into these playoffs. So I'm a believer in the Sun. And uh, I think they're going to they're gonna take it all. So you have the storm. I have the sun. Mm-hmm. And those are our playoff picks. And that's it for episode 37. Sending questions, comments, movie thoughts, and guest suggestions to familycourtvision at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at @famcourtvision, And don't forget to subscribe or follow on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next week on Family Court Vision. The mother of all basketball podcasts.